Blog Talk Radio. There's a direct relationship between having the businesses and being in prison. Go find an Asian, see how many Asians you can find in American prisons. They ain't going to be in there. But 51% of your prison will be black because you don't, blacks don't have any businesses and industries. There's a direct link. Blacks won't practice group economics. Blacks won't practice group politics. If you don't practice, you're setting yourself up. I told that five-story building, you're setting yourself to get wiped out. Understand the nature of race, which is economic. If you, if you build the first floor, it's economic. Build your businesses and your industries. Control buildings and industry, and put that pools in your money. And hold that money. And, it's a, and practice group economics <clears throat> with it. Arab and Asian money bounces 12 or 13 times for at least. Jewish money bounces 18 times. Black folk got to learn how to practice group economics. Black Americans spend every penny they get outside their own community. Then you take the money and the wealth that you get from that first floor and go to the second floor. The second floor is politics. You then take that money on the first floor and you control your politics. Black folk must quit allowing people to tell them to go out and vote. Vote for what? Nobody's going to do anything for black folk in politics. Politics is controlled by money. Major corporations who got the money. That's what controls politics. If you have no money, you have no say-so, you have no benefits coming. So you take your money and you control and you take your money on the first floor, you buy every politician on the second floor. And any politician you can't buy, you rent or lease them to get what you need. Then once you get the second floor under control with the politician, with your money, then you go to the third floor. The third floor is then is the police department and the court system. You take your money from the first floor and your politics on the second floor and you control the court system and the police department. Then the fourth floor, you t- the fourth floor then is media. You then take the money that you generate off the first floor from business and industries <clears throat> and you go after radio stations, TV stations, newspapers, and cable systems so that you can now inform and communicate with your own people. Right now, <clears throat> black folk only control less than 35 thousandths of 1% of the media in the United States. Out of 12,000 radio stations, black folk own about something like about 75, 80. That's all. You own no cable systems. You don't have a daily newspaper. You have nothing of importance. You don't. You got about one black TV station. And you, so you can't communicate with your people. You can't inform your people. You can't do anything. You can have Rush Limbaugh and all the rest of the guys talking about racism all day long and bad-mouthing you and O'Reilly. They can talk, call black folk all kind of names all day long. What are you going to do? You can't respond. You can't even communicate with your own people because you, you don't have an economic base. 51% of all the prisons in the United States are black people. You know, even though you only make up 12% of the population. That's no accident. It's because you don't control the economics and the politics. And they're going to go after the weakest people they can get their hands on to incarcerate them. That's the black folk. And what are you going to do in response to them when they, when they, when they over-incarcerate you? You're going to go out and have a march or demonstration. We're going to march. March, what? Who cares? Marches never change anything. All right. Uh, we're doing a... <clears throat> It's something that we might, not might, but hopefully we can pick up consistently every every week on uh, some type of uh, motivational spiritual upliftment. Tonight we want to talk about, uh, we're not going to keep you long, um, on provision. This goes out particularly if you might have money problems. You're up against it financially. So we want to give you some fundamentals here, and we're going to give you four basic fundamentals, and we're going to keep this this uh, stream short so you can comprehend it and play it over and over again. 
All right, now, the first way that the and it, it can be, I'm using the word universe, but you can substitute that with God, Allah, Buddha, Buddha nature, whatever, or yourself. But four ways that the universe makes provision to each and every, uh, well, hold it. Here's what's available to us. We have to tap into it, though. So right off the cuff, the first primary way that uh, we can tap into the universe is provision for whatever we, we might need, materially speaking, financially speaking, is through people. Currently, I'm, I'm, I'm the, uh, the current uh, world population clock there is over... 7,905,187,000 over 850 people. There'll be more than that by the time I, we finish this podcast in a few minutes. That's a lot of people. You're just one person. Okay. So you've got over 7 billion, practically 8 billion people to tap in on. So that's the first, that, that, and, and this is in no particular order, but uh, people. People can provide you with the provision that you need. Now you you got to sell something. You got to, you have to have, well, not necessarily sell all the time, but you have to have something of value in exchange to these other people, uh, men, people, you know, to get what you need. So people's not for the sake of this conversation. One, number two. Um, well, the universe itself, okay, and right here on the planet Earth, uh, we can say natural resources, okay. If you're from a more spiritual realm of thinking, uh, supernatural, uh, just like when they were in the wilderness uh, in the Old Testament or the Torah, where they were in the wilderness and the doves came by and they left provisions for, you know, daily provisions. Well, you can say that about the natural world environment. There are things in your environment, your immediate environment, that can help you meet various needs of provision. Number three, you, yourself. Okay, you've got some type of skill, you've got some type of talent, or you can acquire some type of skill, develop some type of talent, and that will be your channel of prosperity, of provision. And the last fundamental that we're going to give here this evening will be, um, you got enemies? Well, a lot of times your enemies or problems or challenges that you might run into in life those might provide you with the provision that you might need if you just sit about, sit sit down, get quiet, and think about it. So let's review these four fundamental ways that the universe provides provision, particularly if you got a financial need. Number one, people. There are practically eight billion people on the planet as we make this live stream. So that's a lot of people. That's a lot of potential people that you can bring value to. And you you don't need nearly that many because this is an abundant place. I'm just, you know, just telling you what's out here. Number two, 
the universe itself in the physical world, you got natural resources or the environment. There's a lot of things in your environment that you can uh, monetize or bring value to in exchange for something that you might need of value. Number three, you yourself. You might, not might, but you have some type of talent or skill, or you can acquire some talent or skill, develop it, get good at it, and that can provide you with what you need materially or financially. And last but not least, if you got a problem, challenge, um, situ- situation, enemy or whatever, you can take all those negatives and reframe it into the provision that you need. Okay. All right. Well, that's it for this particular stream. We didn't want to keep you long. On that note, talk to you soon.